What time is it? What time is it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. You should have just did that. You should have what? You should have just did balloons. No. Nobody wants. He shouldn't have did nothing. No, that's true. All right, man. Whatever. (laughs) Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. Bro. All right. And I'm KC and the place to be, and that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every Monday, bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience, what it do. What's going on, good people? How are you doing today? I hope you guys are enjoying life. Yes, yes, yes. What it do, guys? Hope everything is going swell. Hope you're enjoying, you know, the Christmas season, getting ready for the holidays, bought all your gifts and shit, crossed uh, everything off your list, checked it twice, or whatever the fuck else they say you're supposed to do. I'm hitting the money, Mitch, on everybody. I am. What is that? Broke, baby. I ain't got it. I am broke, baby. I only have to get two gifts. Well, I had to get three, but my secret Santa gift I got. On Black Friday, so I just have to go get my dad's gift and my stepmom's gift. Um, I'm a last-minute person, so I'll be going out on Friday. <laughs> so Yeah, that's what it's looking like. you know. I'm definitely going out on Friday, because Thursday's my last day of work. I'm off for almost a month. Literally yeah. looking forward to that. Hey, no. Don't care. No, Don't care do about what you're about to say. <laughs> I'm off for almost a month. Don't get excited for me, because I'm not doing anything, but the same thing I do any other time, which is sleep. Um, did you work this weekend? It's taking over my life. No, you didn't. I didn't do anything. Nope, just sleep in my bed. I could be. I I don't even get anything done. Like <laughs> it takes me days to watch one or two episodes of some shit. Like, bruh, I don't be doing shit productive, but it's extremely fulfilling for me. It keeps me out of trouble. It keeps me from being on bullshit, entertaining bullshit. <laughs> like I really don't have energy for shit. Even though people try to pull me in this shit a lot this weekend, I um, made a um, a trolling post. You were being very problematic was on I? social media. Yes, you wow, were. Wow. Okay. Because you were inciting shit that you know that was gonna happen. Was a, a I different was turn? I, what was I? What did I incite? Well, you don't lead with like the person that you know. You don't lead with an example. So if you saying you know. You could have said we don't have any like kings. I don't R&B. give a fuck. Personally, first of all, let's start with that. I don't know if any of you guys are friends with me on Facebook. Maybe, maybe not. I put a post up about. Um, I talked about it on Twitter, but I didn't put any details. I was just saying no one's making R and B music. Um, I already knew that because I am a fan of R and B, real R and B, and like I think there are some artists that make R and B music. None of them are popular. No. Like big name artist, no. and so uh, yeah, it really ain't no fucking R&B being really consumed by the masses. And so I talked about that briefly on Twitter, and we all know, like we talked about in our six high world topics last week about Jacquees declaring himself yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. king 
of mm-hmm. R&B. There aren't any R&B artists right now, big names, so ain't no motherfucking king as far as I'm concerned. And so uh, for this generation, as he kept saying. So, Well, uh, a dark horse for that race in one generation said there's no kings at all. Who's that? A- Maxwell said there's no kings at all. Well, okay. Well, I mean, whatever. And thinking about it, he might have a point. What is he saying? Like, it's nobody just as head of anybody? Correct. There's no okay. quote-unquote king because, of Well, R&B. I guess because if you think about it, Maxwell definitely is a staple in R&B music. We'll mention him alone, even though we can't. But, Fuck. okay. All right. Semi. So. Not mute. Yeah, some, some of that shit is. Trash. What? Nothing, nothing. Big ups, big ups, you know, to our song title for this week, Robert Kelly. You finally got one. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> Goddamn Migos. It's really all says fault. It is. It literally sit his ass down somewhere. All right, anyways, back to the point I was making. It ain't no fucking King R&B. I, was, I made a post on Facebook that continued kind of not streaming from what I was talking about on um, Twitter about... No one's making R&B music. I seen a video that um, Diddy put out about it saying, like, no one's making R&B music, and which is what my post stems from. That is the truth. The singers now, even the songs that you think are R&B, they are singing rap lyrics. These hoes ain't loyal. Fuck you back to sleep. Something about, you know, whatever. They're pretty much talking about bitches, hoes, clothes, cars, Jewelry, money, and being hoes and t- doing drugs. They are rappers that are sing. They are not <laughs> R&B singers. That is the difference. <laughs> um, but, you know, we live in a Molly Percocet liquor-ass generation, so that's what y'all think. And that's fine. Actually, it's not. But it's fine for y'all. So I made a post on... Um, Facebook saying that Chris Brown doesn't make R&B music and it struck a chord with all the perk and lean consumers on my Facebook page. Now I know I've said a bunch of times that I um, get added by random ass niggas on a very regular basis and so it was those random ass niggas that chose to be extremely upset about uh, what I said and so this one nigga was getting really extra and so I proceeded to Tell him to shut the fuck up and essentially block him <laughs> and delete him. I'm like, what? Get your angry ass off my page. Like, who Who are you? Look, man, caping for Chris Brown is funny as fuck. And then somebody else came and they know each other. And he starts him with some shut your ass up. And I'm like, sir, who are you? <laughs> and so I deleted and blocked all of those niggas. And then they screenshotted or some shit. My post, somebody else, one of their friends did. For people to comment on, they shouldn't agree with me. So, um, I seen out. it because somebody else sent it to me. Like, I just want to let you know what's going on. I'm like, I don't even know that. I don't associate with city trash, which is what those niggas was. Oh. And at the end of the day, they can keep that same energy elsewhere. You still blocked. <laughs> still blocked. So, I actually, quite frankly, don't give a fuck. And then I had another incident on Twitter today. Um, I know niggas want to be smart. Uh, niggas love trying to sound intelligent on the internet, which is not the time, place, or situation to do that. And um, I was quoting LMA lyrics verbatim 
as she sung them because, you know, I guess proper sentence structure wasn't melodic. And so <laughs> the song the song is close on her new album. And it was like, I need some it was something about I need somebody who can deal with all my ways, you know I got some ways or some shit. And whatever the shit. I wrote it exactly how she said it. And this nigga was like, he retweeted it to my some I hope those ways aren't something like I hope one of the ways aren't proofreading or some shit. And I'm like, Oh, when trying to be as smart as goes wrong, you could take that up with LMA, sir. I don't give a fuck about what the fuck you're talking about. You thought you had one. You were trying to get your shit off. Mm-hmm. Wrong bitch. Mm-hmm. It was, it was another guy on my fucking Chris Brown post. He was talking about something. Of, I don't know. I forgot what the fuck he said. Something about R&B and then saying like, about, oh, he was like, Chris Brown music is R&B just as much as these bitches on Facebook are models or some shit. And I was like, that's cool, but you can take the actual, the woman bashing somewhere the fuck else because you won't do it here. And he got mad about that shit too. Hmm. It wasn't the time and place you try to get your jokes off. Wrong bitch. Wrong bitch. Won't be no woman bashing on this post. Now, you lucky your ass didn't get blocked. But now I'm thinking about, I'm about to go block his ass too. Because just for the fuck of it. So hmm. yeah, you know. I don't Niggas came out to play and they forgot that I play all day. So, you know. Look, man, I try to tell niggas all the time, leave this nigga alone, bro. I don't know what exactly the issue is. Leave this one alone. She don't got all her screws. About niggas and the being in their feelings. It's not tight. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> so leave her why alone. you so mad about Chris Brown? Is he paying you? I know you're not because your rat ass still in the city. What was your name? Puritan some shit? Your rat ass still on ratchet ass fucking Puritan with your ghetto ass. So clearly, Chris Brown, I hope you make it out the fucking hood. So you can take your ass back in whatever shack or bando you came from. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I'm not the one. The two. The three. Like, I don't know what it is. But niggas was real extra. I'm like, damn, y'all really sucking the fuck, the skin off his dick. And that's a problem wow. for me. You, wow. It's going to get caught in your teeth, big fella. You got to stop wow. sucking so hard. Release the suction because he don't give a fuck or know who the fuck you are. Wow. I'm like, is this y'all king? Wow. Put, the, put the double cups down. Wow. Okay? Stop selling them cups off the gas station and doubling them up. Okay? Put it down. Hey, okay. have, you, have you ever seen that happen? That shit is the wildest shit ever. Niggas be taking coffee cups and doubling them up. <laughs> and put, like, bro, if, if you don't stop, put the baby's cough medicine down. Okay? That shit is the wildest shit ever. Y'all got to chill. Like, yeah, let me get 20 on two. Like, yeah, bro. 50 cent for these cups, right? I had to literally, like, I deleted this nigga on Instagram because... <laughs> He oh, every time I his, I don't even know why I was following. Him. I think I just follow him back or whatever. And it was just a lot of like drugs, <laughs> a lot of a lot of cough medicine, and I was extremely uncomfortable. I'm like, I I assume if you drink that shit that you're retarded. So at least by now, depending on like, cause it makes you slow. So um, until it stops your heart, so it just keeps slowing your ass down. So I'm literally not about to entertain the bullshit. You can sip that shit somewhere else and out of my friends list because you got me fucked up. But anyways, I'm done. Ran over.
How was your um your week, Hendrix? <laughs> Mm, yeah, I don't know. No. Drug free? I'm just playing. <laughs> Actually, it was not. It was just not. I'm sure. <laughs> it was not. Um, Molly Burke is sitting there. No, no, <laughs> no. God no. Um, my week actually was pretty, uh, pretty decent. Um, I dealt with a lot of different personalities like during my work week, and I've I've come up with this thing that I've been telling everybody. It's just like. I'm really trying to make it to the new year and it's not even for like resolution or a fresh start or something like that. Like I just need to make it through this year without fucking somebody up. Like that's just my main thing is like, I just need to make like next year, fair game, everybody fair game. But like this year, I don't need this year to be capped off by, you know, some terrible shit happening. So I'm really just like even keel. Not trying to be in no shit. Not really trying to, you know, talk to nobody like that for real. Like, I don't got words. Like, there's no words that need to be said. Like, miss me with that bullshit. I'm straight. I'm just trying to make it to the end of the year. So, outside of work, um, we did have like a little. I don't. I guess it was like an impromptu podcast meetup, which was super dope. Like, just meeting a lot of people from the community and uh, having fun. Uh, to Kenya graduated yesterday from uh, EMU, so we went out to celebrate with her. Um, I met up with BJ. He, <laughs> that's a funny nigga, real shit. Um, Danny, Danny is like the uh, chance the rapper of the podcast community, like real life. You know, sometimes you feel like people like you know that that appearance is like too good to be true. No, that's a, that's just how that nigga acts, and um. Um, Killer Kai from the podcast brothers She's super dope So you know we just went out and had fun And you know interacted Networked a little bit And it was overall a good time You know I'm sleep deprived Been sleep deprived all week I haven't been really sleeping well So yeah I'm looking forward to whatever My Christmas break entails Probably not a break at all Knowing you know I should go down where I work at, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to get this year over with and do something else, man. Like this 2018 has been kind of like stagnant. Like it's flew, it's flown by, it flew by. You got flew out? <laughs> 2018 has flown by, but it was kind of boring, honestly. So hopefully, you know, we... Have a little bit something more to look forward to in the new year. Other than that, I still haven't Christmas shopped for real, for real. Like you said, I'll be out this weekend getting some shit. Like, sorry, Amazon. I'm canceling all that shit in my cart because it ain't happening. And y'all ain't going to have it by Christmas. So I'm going to have to just go out and do it the old-fashioned way. So I look forward to being out there with all the crazies and having a very fun time. I'm not rapping y'all shit. Y'all getting that shit in the bag it came in with the receipts. <laughs> with the receipt. Just in case you want to take that shit back. Yikes. Because, <laughs> you know, have you ever bought somebody something and they didn't really want it? No. It's like, oh. I'm about to break it. All right. I do. All right, I know what this is. Done, done with this. So, uh, yeah. What you been? Casey put on a, a concert earlier. For me and the furniture. 
And that was fun. I'm sorry. Your concert, your little R&B concert. It was not an R&B concert. It was a breakup concert <laughs> featuring tri- all the best breakup songs. In tribute to Cardi B and Offset. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. It was a tribute to all you niggas. All you low life niggas. I had a love song tribute concert earlier this morning. And um, because I was like, I was rereading my post and thinking about how right I was and listening to all the old R&B songs and thinking about how none of this shit matches up. I'm like, look at all the love and vulnerability, which is what Diddy was saying. Like I was saying earlier, love and vulnerability and, you know, you serenade and sing into your woman and you doing runs that don't have ease in them and you really know what you're doing. And um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I uh I was listening to that and singing my little heart out and uh just thinking about how right I was the whole time. I mean, but looking back on it, it's like why him out of all people? Why why, why did you say that? I don't know cuz I'm trying to actually find another song that he has besides bed cuz I don't actually know. Cause uh, what Ocean is not his shit. No, it's T.K. Kravis's song, and mm. he's featured on there. The shit with Dayslope is Dayslope shit. And I don't even know what that is. Um, I've never heard of that. Little matter of the club shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why he. He decided. has one song, big fella. One. He has one single song, and then the stuff he keep trying to rip off LMA. That's really all the music he has. So, e yo ass on somewhere. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. So, it's a, a black ash hey? So what Well you didn't do anything So you don't have any information as far as music and TV No I'm still catching up on Gifted Um, I think I'm still seven episodes <laughs> I might have six left or five left But still catching up on Gifted Um, I've been listening to a lot of music But not a lot of New music, I guess. I've been revisiting a lot of albums. I've been revisiting LMA's album, revisiting Summer Walker's album. I revisited somebody else's album. I can't quite remember at this moment. But I'm listening to a lot of old music lately. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Still loving Meek's project. Still have that in my rotation. Um, So that's pretty much what I'm doing as far as music. I went out yesterday. I wanted to, I was actually supposed to go out yesterday. But I didn't. My plans fell through, so my ass went to sleep. Flat the fuck out. <laughs> and um but I did go to dinner and I went laser tagging for the first time since like <sighs> shit. Where were you at with the white people? Where was that? That was like lunchtime? What? You posted something where you like around some some, uh, oh, oh! I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm gonna end with that because it's that's a lot. It's a lot that like, went was that after work, like at the it's bar. It's a lot or? that went into that. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a U-turn back there in one second. <laughs> we laser tagging for the first time since like '08. The girl in that bitch made me feel old as fuck. Cause like the place we went to was the same place I used to go in high school. They changed the name. Talking about the place on Gratiot? Yeah. Uh-huh. They changed the name, but it's set up the exact same way. And so she was like, oh, do you guys need to see the video, you know, to know, you know, 
I'm like, well, if it hasn't changed since 08, then... It's laser tag, my nigga. Well, you know, each of them work, work different. Like, there has a heat center. Some people you have to put in some... Give me the strap. Let me just All go. right, well, you're you a nigga, so... But anyways, like I said, <laughs> for normal human beings... um. All laser tag places are different. And so it's like, oh, you need to see a video for how everything works, you know, rules and shit like that. And um, so, yeah, we. I'm like, well, if it's the same since 08, baby girl made me feel old as fuck. She was like, well, in 08, I was eight years old. Um, wow. <sighs> <laughs> so I was just like, she was like, I don't know, because I was eight. And I'm just like, all right, so. I'm actually not talking to you. Anymore. Lower your voice, fucker. I'm actually not talking to you anymore. <laughs> I was eight. She said she was eight. That's uh... I was eighteen. So, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, uh, I was like, All right, cool. Um, fuck. <laughs> it did work the same, um, and everything was great. I came in last place because the kids were little and small and I couldn't see them. Crafty little motherfuckers. But at the end of the day, I didn't, I didn't come in last place in the whole game. My team won. I was the last person on my team. I thought I was killing it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a lot of camping, and I just didn't. Oh, you want to know. How your tall ass going to camp? Nigga, in the corners, nigga, in the crevices. As soon as I got in that bitch, I remember how I was set up. I got I went upstairs, nigga. I was in the window. Like, Pop. Nigga. Fuck. Trash. I was camping, but I was sitting. It was like it was a long time sitting in that spot where nobody came by. Yeah, that it's, means that means you should go actually get in the field and be active. No, because then that means somebody gonna kill me, big fella. I know. I'm tall. I'm a target. <laughs> Fuck that. But anyways, mm-hmm. I had a great time. Now I'm back to the shit he was talking about. So on Thursday, my job had well, it actually had nothing to do with my job. The bar near my job had a um, Christmas party for my job. Um. What kind of alcoholic shit is that? What do you mean? Like, I know y'all niggas come in here all the time. You know, we gonna have you. The bar is literally almost on the property of my job. Like, it's literally right there. So, um, they was like, oh, we're having a Christmas party for y'all. It was like free food, discounted drinks. Like, it was a great little, little setup. It was cool. I was there way longer than anybody should be at a bar. Um, for a long ass time. I think I left... At like nine fifty, I get off work at three thirty. So just so y'all get the the time, the sheer amount of hours I was there, way too fucking long. And I'm gonna tell this story because I'm never returning again. Um, you be there when working. <laughs> now when you finish, when I'm gonna finish to tell the story. Now when I finish the story, okay. So we was there. I was there with my nice coworker that I hang out with all the time, and then her old ass left. Cause she's fifty, and uh, my best friend came up there or whatever. And so, at first, I was sitting with my uh, coworker or whatever, and we was vibing. I was at the bar or whatever, and then eventually she left. My friend came, so I went. By this time, pretty much everybody had left. Cause it was like five thirty. My friend pulled up. We was taking shots of water from there on out. She went about four more rounds, and um, <laughs> she attacked the girl. And um, so they were fighting, and me and my uh, friend proceeded to get extremely far away from the situation. And I went around and apologized to everybody else while they were fighting. Um, that's what I did because I was drunk and uh, <laughs> and wanted nothing to do with the shit that was going on. And um, 
And then everybody sat down and was like, that's cool. Fight was over. And maybe if we were in the city, that would have been it. But then the cops came and arrested everybody. Uh, I got the fuck on. <laughs> Me and my friend had, I'm like, I won't be returning. I just came for some apple juice. Nigga. I won't be returning to the bar ever again. Damn, they done fucked up the, the after the after Well, no, they, spot. I mean, well, we never went there after work. We only went there to eat during lunch. I've never went there. That was my first time ever going there off the clock. Oh, okay. I know that sounds bad. Sorry. Don't <laughs> <laughs> nobody know where I work at. <laughs> that was my first time going there off the clock. We usually just go there to eat. I mean, I actually don't drink at the bar. I just go there to eat. Now. <laughs> Learn my lesson. I don't drink. Okay. I don't. Um, but yeah, so fun times. That was my Thursday. <laughs> it was great. I actually, no, no bullshit. I would cry, cry because I never seen nobody in handcuffs before. I never seen nobody get arrested. Really? Yes, mm. I did. I cried a little bit. It wasn't like a sobbing cry. It was like an eye-watering, what the fuck happened kind of thing because everything happened so fast like the fight happened fast the cops showed up fast they arrested them niggas fast i'm like but y'all was just talking and then just like you're under arrest i'm like oh shit but they arrested her ass for drunk and disorderly and assault and i mean she did all of those things so they were not wrong they weren't wrong but the guys went down with her and they shouldn't have they were just trying to break the fight up but i think they were just guilty by association yeah. um luckily me apologizing to everybody got me and my friend exams like I don't know them but I'm absolutely sorry. So they knew we wasn't with them. That's that's funny. That's kinda of funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's always one of the one of the things that makes you just stay in the house is like dealing with you know, you wanna go. But that's the thing though, I'm like I don't even hang out with them. Like I don't I definitely don't hang out with people like her. <laughs> Bitch. But I don't hang like I, them. I don't even know them personally. Those the guys were cool. They actually did nothing. They were literally just in with the wrong crowd, which is mainly just her. So I guess she was in their crowd and she was in the wrong place. Yeah, I mean that's always one of the negatives of going out having to deal with other people that are drunk and you just got to keep ratchet people shit. around you because that's what I'm saying. Like it's different between being drunk. Like I get drunk all the time. Well, I actually haven't been fucked up like that. No, I, shit maybe ever alcohol don't make me violent but i feel like if you're a person that always fights and you're a rowdy ass person you're gonna be a rowdy ass drunk i'm not a rowdy ass person i'm not a violent person so i'm not like that drunk i'm friendly right drunk you know what i'm saying i'm like oh hey <laughs> hi i want to dance and you know and shoot the shit and talk shit and drink like uh, that's what I do this shit but I'm like that sober so I'm like that drunk you're definitely a Samantha when you're drunk what does that mean you're Samantha you're what like, the fuck does that mean you're just like somebody named Samantha when you're drunk that's okay interesting but anyways yeah. it was an adventure anyway so enough of my little story time that was my entire weekend and the rest of it was sleeping and chilling yeah um as far as TV and music uh Kodak Black's album came out oh um, I didn't know he was releasing an album. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a Kodak Black album. Was it good? It's not as good as some of the other stuff he's put out. It'll take a little bit of time. Like, most of his shit for me to actually grow on me. Cause I've never actually listened to anything but his singles, so I actually can't speak on this at all. Because I, I didn't even know it was an album coming out. 
Yeah. Um, Big Crick came out with an EP. I think Big Mensa came out with an EP as well. I think I heard about that. Somebody else did too, because something popped up on my Zane released album or something. It popped up on my yeah, Spotify. Yeah. He he's been kind of low key. But he was like that anyway. Remember he came out. He was saying he didn't like all the attention or something. Like he didn't like performing. He was like scared or some shit. And I mean, coming from the group that he came from, I can understand why you want to say Loki. Why? One Direction was like the fucking Beatles at yeah. one point in time. So yeah, I, I'm straight on all that. Good. Yeah. Nigga, I'm gonna give me some tattoos, hang around some niggas, put out this little R and B, you know. Little R and B music and shit, and I'm a chill nigga. I got bread for days. I'm fine. Um, it's a Spider Man uh soundtrack that has and a lot of that? different people on it. It's weird. Okay. Like when I saw it, I'm like, okay, what is this? Why are so many people on it? And it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Did you see that Spider Man movie? I didn't. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. I don't get y'all ass and go to the movies. I don't even know why I asked your ass. <laughs> no, I didn't. I mean, I'll go to the movies if, if it's something that actually interests me. But no, not really. So that was pretty much it. That was it. So we'll we'll get into the the, the shits right now. Six All right, to get some of the housekeeping out of the way, um, it was just a lot of the same shit this week. Um, Ty Dollar Sign, um, got busted with drugs in Atlanta. Who knew that? Yeah. I mean, coming from California to Atlanta is like a different culture. So, a lot of things are different. You know, you can go to California. You know, in California, you can add drugs on you at all times and shit. And just, you know, it is what it is. Oh, but is it that legal there? Especially when you're a celebrity. They're not, you know, they're not checking for you like that. But Atlanta, you are actually targeted because you're a celebrity. So, they don't have shit else to do. All um, them niggas love living there for whatever reason, I guess. I have no idea. You give me some money, I'm going to Cali. Bye. Also, uh, Benzino got arrested for drugs. Why this week as do we well. care? I mean, you know, just. And, 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 I forgot about No Next McGee. <laughs> no Next McGee. That's funny. Yeah, so. <laughs> no Next McGee. That's hilarious. Yeah, those two. And I mean, especially in this day and age, like. Why? Like, why don't people have people in their entourage for drugs? Drug mules, nigga. <laughs> so like, why? Like, are you saying why don't they I have re- drug mules? No, I remember the old days where you had somebody to take the rap for the, you. Yeah, somebody with the gun, somebody with the drugs, and somebody to go get the females. Oh yeah, if I mean, if I'm an artist, I'm not actually carrying the drugs on my person. Yeah. I can say that. I mean, apparently, uh, with the Ty Dolla Sign situation, they were in a, a bus and there were drugs on the bus. Yeah, and they specifically targeted Ty Dolla Sign over everybody else. So I mean, because that's the yeah, of course. Yeah, like sure. I said, targeted. So yeah, those two stories. Cute. <sighs> that's unfortunate. Um, hopefully, those things get dismissed or something like that. Because they said Ty. Ty Dolla Sign is facing 15 years, so. What the fuck? They got coke? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. I thought <laughs> Yeah. I said Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, 
Um, I guess I'm petty because I guess I just think still think every time somebody got a drug chart, I think it's weed. But I guess we've moved on from that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So never mind. I'm like, nigga, are they doing all this for weed? Like, okay. Nah, it's definitely coke. I didn't even I didn't even know coke hold held that charge. I know they wait. Have they ever fixed the laws? Don't crack hold more of a charge than coke? Still, or they changed it? I mean, it depends on the amount of coke. But you can have like it was like kilos of coke was like equivalent to like a fucking a ball. Yeah. Well, what else do you have with the the, the coke? No, <laughs> nigga. If you got one, you good. You got multiples, and yeah, all right, bro. You come on. Like, right. You know what time it is, nigga. You just got to fucking y'all party and party. Okay, you can go. Tomorrow, so you planning powder? That's right. Yeah, powder. Weed Nose candy Peels Party favors nigga. Nigga. Alright nigga you, you can come on Come with us Okay Molly so. Perkins says See I told y'all about y'all lean Drinking ass fucked up ass generation And y'all drug problems Yeah Yeah Um So Who Who else do we want to talk about this week I know we're gonna save A little bit of the Cardi B offset drama For Let's argue So you want to talk about Kanye West? Oh, okay. What about him? So, apparently, um, he's off his cycle right now. Off his period? No, off his uh, <laughs> medication cycle. Okay. You know, you can't just consistently take the medicine. Like, what medicine to... is he on? Antidepressants? He on everything. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He on everything. Um, I don't know exactly which one this was, but... He did state in one of the very early tweets during this whole five-day rant that he was off his meds. Okay. So, God, Lord Jesus. Him and his president. <laughs> so, yeah. Kanye West has been going on this Twitter rant for the last couple of days with a number of people targeted. Um, mainly Drake. Um, you also have Travis Scott in the mix. Um, he's telling a lot of business that needs not to be told. Um, somehow, ain't they fucking the same family? That's why it was an issue. Okay. Um, Ariana Grande somehow got into it. Like it, it was just a lot of crazy shit going on. Ariana Grande got into it. But I saw why she got into it. She really didn't even do nothing. Like they, everybody else involved her. She was like, okay. Y'all focus on these grown men arguing on the internet. I'm releasing a new track. Kanye said, don't fucking do that, nigga. <laughs> I love you, but don't fucking do that. Like, just like, I can actually right do now. whatever the fuck I want to do. <laughs> and the nigga basically said, I'm talking right like, now. It was a joke. Y'all, you need to relax, grown ass man, nigga. I'm 14, and you need to chill. <laughs> and that somehow led to Pete Davidson uh, stating that he wanted to commit suicide. Yeah, the, the internet was in some <laughs> bullshit this whole day. And that's led to Nicki Minaj speaking out. Yeah. And GK speaking out. Cardi B actually spoke about it in one of her posts from last night. Well, because she was she just saying, like, y'all attack. Well, yeah, we were talking about that later, but she was just saying, y'all attacking people is exactly why. P. Davidson can be in a position that he's in. So it was wild. I definitely think there is. Well, I feel like y'all know our position as far as like mental health goes, and I like we take that seriously and like all of that shit. Um, but I don't know 
And I'm not in any position to say either um, that I don't think mental health is a joke. It's not funny. Um, obviously, people going through some shit is serious. Somebody wanting to end their life is serious. Um, seriously, nobody's fucking business, you know what I mean? But and I guess you make it public. <laughs> people are, have opinions about it. Yeah. Um, the thing to me that is ironic, especially with people like Nicki Minaj speaking about, because as much trolling and harassing of people that she does, it's it's kind of counterproductive um, to talk about, oh, mental health isn't funny and we shouldn't do this and that. I really don't like how reactive people are in this time and as a generation as a whole. Um, if you think about your actions before, like the, the bullshit, the trolling, the harassing, the talking about people, all of that shit is the shit that lead people to that point a lot of times. So you harassing them and doing all the fuck shit that you do before that, you can't really say let's think about mental health and this. You're being reactive instead of proactive. Let's leave people to fuck alone first. And then you can, that's a completely different thing. In my personal fucking humble fucking opinion. Yeah. Like y'all can't be like, oh yeah, we let's not laugh about mental health. Let's take this seriously. He's going through this. He's going through that. But why don't y'all think about this when y'all harassing people? It's the same thing. Everybody want to talk about Michelle Williams' mental health now, but it's like y'all been harassing that bitch for years. Y'all been trolling her ass for years. Sorry. But now y'all mad because she's fucking depressed and bipolar, whatever the fuck she is. Like y'all been torturing her ass. You know what I'm saying? They go for anybody. Like why do y'all don't care into it's suicide? Why don't y'all care into it's depression? Y'all not thinking about that shit when y'all harassing motherfuckers. I don't get it. That don't make sense. Which is, I guess, kind of a tribute to Cardi Point. Like, don't, like, y- like y'all talk about Pete Davidson, but then y'all harass him, offset. Like, y'all got to think about it. Like, that's still not fair. Because if he got to that point, then I'm like, oh, no, keep your head up. Mental health isn't funny. <laughs> like, what? That's something like Cardi B. I mean, uh, Nicki Minaj, you're not the person to speak about this because all you do is harass and troll people. So... You speaking about fucking mental health is kind of counterproductive because, nigga, you're fucking with people with mental health. We'll talk more about her later. I had some shit to get off my chest. moving on. But, um, yeah, just in the whole Kanye rant, like, it was... I mean, you can't... He's kind of in a position where it makes you... It makes it hard to, like, root for him. Like, you want to root for him to get better and get well... But he doesn't really make it easy. Like, a lot of that shit that was said and, quote-unquote, exposed and a lot of his... Like, all that shit could have been deaded very easily. And it kind of... It kind of pointed out that, like, he's not really, like, in the loop of society. Because he made a couple comments about... Like, with the whole Travis Scott thing about the Sicko Mode song, which has been out for about half a year. So, like, are are you now at a place where you feel like you can speak on it? Or 
are you now at a place where you actually just heard the shit and now you're upset? Like, so, you know what I'm saying? What's when, the angle? What, what he obsessed, upset about? He was upset about the, uh, the fact that in Drake's verse, he's literally talking about coming down the street, sitting in front of Kanye West's house. And also he's, um. Did he say that? Oh, no, I listened to the verse. I mean, they live down the street from each other, so. But I'm saying, I'm saying, what did he say in the song? What's the, what's the lyric? Uh, crept down the block, made a right. It's mm. on site. Yeah. Oh. That, that part of the verse. Yeah. Lost my respect. You're not a threat. Damn, I never even thought shit. I didn't even think about that shit when I read Hardy. I was just, I just, nigga. I mean, because if you actually, it's a, it's a picture of the map between Drake's house, which is like right here, and Kanye's house, which is like right here. These niggas neighbors. Pretty much. It's like a house in the middle, and it's a little curved, but they're damn near neighbors. So, yeah, just all, but even still in that beef shit, like, how can, you know, how is that possible? Cause I'm from an area, area, where a what? I'm from an area where we get flued out. My oh, nigga. Young Miami. <laughs> I'm from an area where if niggas got like beef, yeah, like it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not hard at all. Whether you in the same neighborhood or like we grew up, if I didn't like you, nigga, we were fighting every day. Like we had words every day. Like that's just how the shit is. And now to see. These grown ass, rich ass motherfuckers who live in the same neighborhood just constantly talk about each other. It's like I'm really over it. Like if it was gonna be something, it was gonna be something already. Like y'all not doing shit, but you know, essentially trolling people. Like because it's just like for publicity. Like, I don't I know. If listen the, to that verse. Cause I just really never even noticed. I don't know if he has like I don't know if Yandy's finally coming out like within the next couple of weeks or whatever. But this whole Twitter rant. It's very suspicious to me. Because it always happens like that. And then you get the women involved. So, you know, Kim's talking about, you know, Drake threatening the family and shit like that. Look, I don't know Aubrey at all, but. Drake threatened what? He don't even look like the type. Like, even in the lyrics of the songs that he's, you know, this Kanye in, like, no. I don't I don't think that at all. Um, you had Kylie coming to Travis Scott's defense because Kanye talked about, you know, how are we family and you letting this nigga do that and XYZ like it's a mess that doesn't need to be broadcast on social media. A lot of people do get off on that bullshit, but I'm not one of those people. I don't really care about what these rich niggas is doing. Like, that's none of my concern at all. But to have that shit blasted all over my timeline, now it makes, you know what I'm saying? Now I have no no real choice because I just want to enjoy, you know, Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. But this shit is plastered. You know, people, shade room, academics, everybody was just posting pages of fucking Kanye West tweets and shit. And I don't know. And it has some. It definitely has something to do with mental health because if I'm mad at somebody and I'm saying shit to this person indirectly, this person is not responding at all. Eventually, you give up. Like I'm not gonna keep talking about this nigga. He's not saying shit to me. So 
Yeah, Drake posted a little laughing emojis and shit. Apparently, they had it was phone calls where Drake, um, they spoke and Drake threatened them again. Like, I think that was a different kind of threat. Like, just shut the fuck up. Stop bringing up my name. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm not worried about you right now. Leave me alone. Said Travis Scott threatened him when they talked on the phone. It's like, dude. What is a threat to you? Because I know what a threat is. Like, what is a threat to you? I, I don't get it. Like, a lot of this shit is just fucking talking for no reason. But, yeah, Kanye West versus the world this week was mildly entertaining, but extremely aggravating. I wish he would go back to the days of only using his fucking email account to talk to people. Limited tweets. No Instagram. No interviews, good music. Like I, I miss, I miss the old Kanye. Okay. Oh fuck. All right, moving along. Jesus Christ. Nicki Minaj. <clears throat> so recently, Nicki Minaj has been popping up all over our timelines with this gentleman that apparently uh, isn't so gentle. Um, you know, he's like a criminal or some shit, right? Yeah, her new whatever he is to her for the moment. Um, and it's odd that it's around the time that Meek is getting so much, you know, uplifting and praising and shit. Um, I guess he was accused of sexual assault at 16. Um, and he also got out for manslaughter in like 2013, I believe. And, like, the defending, like, I understand that you, it's your dude, and that's what's up, but I'm glad she's keeping the same energy about that certain topic, because she had, you know, she defended her brother to the death, continues to defend her brother. I just don't get how you can consciously, like, be with somebody who's been accused of, well, not accused, but convicted of sexual assault. Like, that seems a little bit weird to me. I'm not a woman, so I'm asking for your point of view because, I don't know, you know, mistakes are made. People are put in bad situations. People lie, and you get convicted unfairly. But I don't feel like that's like, you know, that's kind of like that scarlet letter. Like, I don't feel like that's something that you can come back from, in my opinion. What say you? What, you talking about her brother? No, I'm talking about her boyfriend. Wait, what'd he do? He was convicted of sexual assault. Uh, damn, she liked that, huh? Well. As you can see, Casey was in her phone not paying me any attention. I was not. I'm sorry. <laughs> well. Was it a minor? They were both technically minors, I believe. Well, I guess, honestly, to make. What was the actual situation, do you know? No. Well, the only thing, not defending him in any kind of way, shape, or form, because, you know, fuck that. But I'm saying, I don't know exactly what it is. I don't want to necessarily speak on it just because I know how easy it is. Like, you can get on sexual assault. Like, if they were both minors and her parents pressed charges, it can be something as simple as them catching them having sex. Right. So, um... That's why I'm not as quickly to be like, oh, that nigga, a fucking, you know, sexual assault, rapist, whatever the fuck case might be. Um, but depending on what it, it actually is. Now, if it's something like where he was doing some fucked up shit, 
you know what I'm saying, then absolutely that's some bullshit. But between her brother and him, she clearly don't have a problem with women being assaulted. So I wouldn't be surprised regardless of what the story is that she don't care. Okay. So in that scenario, could you, like with that, you know, the very lightweight scenario that you pointed out, like, okay, somebody I call having sex as a kid, parents were upset they were um, charged with sexual assault. Like, would you be all right with that? Well, yeah, because it's not, that's not necessarily, like, it's like, it's coming down to knowing the whole situation. Like, if that's like, oh, like, me and my girlfriend at the time had sex, her parents called us and pressed charges against me. You know what I'm saying? That's a way different situation than I actively went out and raped somebody or I actually was sexually harassing somebody, like, or assaulted somebody. That's completely different. And to me, if it's a situation like that, that's unforgivable. I don't want nothing to do with nobody with any kind of past like that, any kind of assault, domestic violence, abuse. I'm good. But if it's something like that, like, you can get on a sex offender registry for going to pee outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just way too easy without knowing the full story to make a blanket statement about anything. So if I know for sure that it's actually some fucking bullshit, then absolutely the fuck not. There's no second chances for me. All right, what about manslaughter? You go with manslaughter? No. (laughs) Unless it's self-defense. Like old girl getting charged fucking 51 years for killing her rapist or whatever he was. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Very ridiculous. We haven't touched on the, um, the Cynthia Brown story, but I'm glad that it's a light at the end of the tunnel and hopefully um, she re- receives clemency for, you know, her actions of self-defense. Like, that's not, like, come on. But, you know, justice system is... Flawed. Just As for us. <laughs> no, the justice system is just for us. It don't apply to certain people in certain si- si- situations. But, yeah, it's just for us. Um, yeah, man, I just don't, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm trying to, with all this mental health shit this week, like, it's kind of hard because dealing with that, you understand what people are going through, why people are doing certain things, and, you know, you kind of put yourself in that situation, and, yeah, like, I, I feel for a lot of people out here dealing with that, especially around this time, like, um, locally, we lost a very beloved um, news anchor, um, Jessica Starr. Um, yeah, just out of the blue, you know, she was one of those bright, bubbly news anchors. That, um, I think she actually did the, um, I think she was the meteorologist. And, yeah, she hung herself. Husband, kids, all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times when depression actually takes over you, like, can't nobody do nothing about it so especially around this time of year when we definitely get more and more depressed sun is down you know sun is up less money spending time for a lot of people a lot of people might be without you know certain loved ones and shit during the holidays so you know just look out for people you know as they say check on your strong friends things of that nature man because it's it's real bad out here man I wish to. Never mind. No. Nope. I'm not touching that. Leave it alone. You sure? I think I spoke about the narrative of suicide that I don't Uh personally enjoy before. 
And I had the conversation with my friend about it too. But um, I just think that it's so much bullshit that people spew about it. Like, oh, it's selfish. Oh, why would you do this? Oh, that's so fucked up. It's another thing about being reactive and not proactive. Like he said, you have to check on people and make sure they're good and actually care. I know we just, we are not a stranger to discussing mental health or suicide or anything like that, depression, all those things. Um, But it just seems like no one cares until it's gone to the extreme. Right. No one cares when you're going through the motions. Nobody's checking on you. Nobody is actually trying to see if you're good mentally you know what i'm saying we are we focus so much on what we see and not actually really trying to figure out what's going on with the people we care about and in in their lives and the the deep rooted issues that they may or may not have um and it's so easy people like oh suicide is selfish and suicide is this and that and i was explaining this actually to one of my uh friends or whatever because he was saying he didn't understand it he was just saying, like, I've had some tough times. I had this, I had that. I never, ever thought about killing myself. I was like, that's the problem. And I'm like, that's the difference. Yeah, consider yourself lucky in that aspect. The re- no, the reason I say it's the difference because what people don't understand is depression, right? Anybody can have a moment of depression, right? You could have relationship issues, financial issues. You could be in between jobs, you know, whatever, having issues with the court. Issues with life, your family, anything can be a ray. Those things are things that can be fixed. Those things are things that you can identify. I am sad because this. I am depressed because this. When you wake up every day and everything in your life is everything you thought you ever wanted. You might have a career that you love, healthy, happy children, a spouse that makes you happy, business ventures, money in the bank, everything can be great, and you're fucking miserable and you don't know why, that's when it becomes like, I got to figure the fuck out a way out of this motherfucker. How do I feel relief from that? That's the difference for somebody being like, I want to kill myself versus like, I'm depressed and because... This not going right. This not going right. This not going right. This right. This not going right. Versus I'm sad. And I don't know why. Everything is picture perfect, but why am I miserable? That's the difference. And people so often look past that point. And that's the narrative that I don't enjoy and that I hate about it when people kind of discuss suicide in that manner. Yeah. Not defending it. Not saying it. Everybody should go out and kill themselves. I'm not championing it in any way, but I'm saying you have to understand the psyche of someone that gets to that point. It was never a rash decision. It was something they were battling with for a, a long time. Something you probably couldn't even fathom or imagine. So just think more about honestly yourself. That's when it becomes selfish. When you tell somebody else they selfish, nigga, you don't know what the fuck they had to deal with, what they've been through. So just think before you speak. No, I'm definitely in agreement with you. So, um, yeah. On that note, yeah. We just <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to brighten up the mood a little bit. 
and ask some questions. Mind of a millennial. So, Casey, what's good? What is on your mind this week? Oh, my question is first. Your question is always first. You're okay. first on the marquee. Well, I will ask you this. Does it take 10,000 hours to master something? <laughs> no, it does not. What? It does not at all. Um, Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. What Why she's do referring to is, is uh, what's the name of the LMA song? 10,000 hours. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's not, I don't, because we did the math on it. Like, that's a lot of time in it's reality. Like a year and a couple months. Yeah, I don't I don't think it takes that long to master something. But there or is Or become an expert. Yeah, there is certain things that are, you know, it depends on what it is. It's a rule, let me give y'all some background. It's a rule of thumb that it takes ten thousand hours of active practice or trying to master or become an expert or something. LMA made a song called Ten Thousand Hours where she was saying if we put ten thousand hours into this if we invest ten thousand hours into this relationship and this love and everything, like we everything will be great. We will be we would know love perfectly. We would have it mastered. We would be experts in loving each other, which is the premise of the song. And she's using that rule of thumb and that it takes ten thousand hours to become an expert or something. And so I pose the question to Hendrix if he believes in a ten thousand hour rule. Not at all. Um no. No, not not at all. But, like I said, it is subjective to what it actually is. As far as a relationship, no, I don't honestly think that that's the case. I feel like sometimes it could be significantly less. And in some in some cases, it could be fucking 20,000 hours is not enough. Right, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, that that number right there is not very concrete at all to me. So... <clears throat> My question to you this week is, for people, all genres, what is your Mount Rushmore of music? Ever? Music. Ever. That's hard, honestly. Do you want to break it down? Okay, we, what is your Mount Rushmore of R&B? Male and female. You can do, you know, you can mix and match and switch it up. Okay, well, I don't even know. Pick four people that you love. Okay, that's easier. And regret it later. Because honestly, it changes. <laughs> but I'm, if I think about, okay, R&B, I'm just going to do artists in general because it's easier right now for me. Jay-Z, obviously, no one's surprised by that. <laughs> um, Black, no one's surprised by that. Mm. Prematurely... Mm. I am so torn. Prematurely for women, I'm gonna throw. I'm torn right now between Summer Walker, Ella May, and her. Prematurely because I feel like all of them are very new artists to put on there. But Black is a new artist too, though. Two of them actually make full length songs, so I, I would probably go with those two. You talking about Ella May? Because Summer Walker songs her. are extremely short. Yeah, Ella May and her actually make songs, so I would go with. Her. Uh, I don't, I don't like the interlude. But you have to think about the longevity of these artists, though. Gabby Wilson's been out for a long time. Her, ha- yeah, she has been out for a long time. Mm, damn, Jay, 
black. I gotta throw jagged edge in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about the, you know, the diversity uh, of your list. It's funny. I'm about to just do all men right now because I can't think <laughs> of women. I, I can't, it's too, it's too many, it's too hard for women right now. And damn, so many people I love right now. Okay, so yeah, I, I'll change the question to that. Your Mount Rushmore, your musical Mount Rushmore currently. Right now, what I'm listening to. All right, like so, if you know the world stopped tomorrow, and people, you know, the next um, wave of humans built a Mount Rushmore, who would who would you recommend? Like, what would your information entail be for those left behind? It wouldn't even be. It still would only. It still would be Black and Jay Z. Okay. Um, and I'm listening to a lot of LMA, so now I got to put her on her. Okay. I got way too many people on there. How many people I get? Four. That's more than four. <laughs> I need division. Yeah, that's four. No, I'm not done. Nah, that's it, brother. I need Janae. Is that her name? It's it's a rap, bro. No, I'm not. I'm not actually done. Division. I'm not actually done. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need division, bro. I need Aubrey. Look, my nigga. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm just. I got a big. My. I got a bigger rock. No, you don't. I do. I do. I, actually, honestly, I would definitely say for real, for real though. I really do need Drake. I really do need. I'm thinking about catalog, like music that I can listen to. And if I had to choose and not listen to shit else, I need Black. I need Jay. I need Drake. And actually, ironically, for comedic relief, I'm gonna throw Chris in there. I'm just doing men because it's too hard for women right now. Catalog-wise, he just gave me an album with 50,000 songs. I still hate him for that. So, I'm still finding... He don't even need to release a new album because I'm still, every time I hit shuffle, listening to another song <laughs> from that album that I never heard before. <laughs> so, that's that. I know with some other people that I love. Like, I don't even I can think I live without Division. I listen to a lot of the Division right now. I've been listening to a lot of Division for a while. I listen to a lot of her in a while. I actually... Need to go revisit SZA because I haven't listened to her in a long time. I think she's coming around again. Is she? Yeah. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know how you follow that up though. That was a. I don't know what she's doing, but she needs to keep doing it. Why are you talking about what, how she looking? Praise Jesus. So. Oops, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm really looking liking K Force though. He has a song. Oh, first of all, shout out to Tiana Taylor for that. Uh. Remix of You're Gonna Love Me with Ghostface, Raekwon, and Method Man. Like, took me back. Probably took a lot of people back. A lot of y'all niggas probably too young. I appreciate it. Um, But that shit is lit. I'm gonna use y'all vocabulary. <laughs> it's lit. It's great. Um, I, The video is dope. Um, The song is dope. I added that shit immediately once I heard it. So, shout out to her for that. And I had another shout out for somebody else. What the fuck they was doing music wise, but I bitch I don't remember, so because my memory is that bad. Um, saying, so yeah, it is what it is. That shit was dope though. All right. So are you ready to lead the discussion? Am I leading it? All right, so this week Unless argue. We're going to talk about this whole fiasco. Not even explicitly 
related directly to what's going on with Cardi B and Offset, but we're using them as an example. So they are essentially the blueprint for the conversation. When a woman is fucking fed up, okay? Listen here. So for the people who do not know if you've been living under a fucking boulder because it couldn't have been a rock, uh, Cardi B and Offset broke up. He is a habitual cheater. They were married. She finally left because he cheated on her when they got engaged or before they got engaged, right? He got caught cheating. Um, she even had an incident where either she hired somebody or somebody in her camp beat up some strippers or... Because she didn't do it, right? Somebody else did it. Somebody beat up some strippers that he was fucking with on her behalf. She's in court for that now. He was fucking somebody else. It's been about five or six incidents. Maybe that we know about. So, you know. And um, he got caught up cheating again. She finally decided that she was leaving. And she getting the fuck on. Since then, he has made posts on Twitter saying, I miss Cardi. He has made a video of him apologizing to her. Speaking perfect English. Saying, take me back. I want my family back. I want my girl back. And most recently, at her Rolling Loud performance, she was the first female to headline Rolling Loud. And he interrupted her performance and her set to come out with flowers, saying, spelling out, take me back, Cardi. He came on the stage with flowers and approached her and apologized. And she was visually upset, not with the shits, impressed because, I mean, first of all, nigga, I told you I was done. And second of all, this is my moment, my performance, and why the fuck are you here? Because the narrative is being taken more away from her performance and her making history to be more about this nigga's apology. Um, a lot of celebrity men have stepped up and defended him from 21 Savage to 50 Cent to Kirk Frost. <laughs> Um, T.I., The Game, all of the trash bags that you can think of are defending him and his actions and saying that, you know, they are married. You need to take him back. You don't throw away a marriage and blah, blah, blah. They spleen. So we are kind of going to take this and analyze this and dig into this from a general perspective. Yes, they're the base of the conversation, but they fucking home ain't my fucking business. I don't give a fuck. Um, but for women in general, in particular, in similar situations, we're going to address y'all, even though it's not my business either, but I don't care. So, Hendrix, what do you think about this behavior? Why do you think people... I Honestly, the theme of this episode seems to be the way that people are reactive instead of proactive. Mm. If he was more worried about his marriage and his vows and keeping his family and his wife, he probably wouldn't have cheated in the first place, right? What do you think? What's, what, what's your perspective and take on this whole situation? Well, I mean, that's life in general. Like, we live life where we know that Everything that we do, something happens after that. So Cause and effect. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but unless you actually 
have that effect. Like, unless you actually get that effect, it doesn't actually trigger in your mind that something is wrong. Like, if you run a red light and nothing happens, no accident, no police, nothing. You just ran a red light, you got away with it. Cool. You feel like, oh, I might be able to do that again. But you run a red light and you get stopped by the police. You're like, all right, fuck it. I'm like, I'm stopping at every red light. I'm stopping at yellow lights. Like, nigga, I'm I'm cool. I get it. So you're saying when you do fucked up shit, you do it under the premise that I'm not going to get caught. So you're not actually thinking about the possible and the potential consequences when you're doing fucked up shit. You're thinking like, I'm going to get away with it. So pretty much we're just, I guess, addressing the... The gluttony and the need to have our cake and eat it too. People, I'm mm. not even going to isolate men in this instance, but people are thinking I can have it all. I can have my wife, my family, and everything, and whoever I have or many bitches on the side because she's not going to know about this. Yeah, so I they're mean, not thinking immediately when they're doing fuck shit like, I actually might lose everything I care about if I continue to be this person. And... um. I guess more specific to that um, that situation, when you have a certain status, you kind of develop this feeling of being invincible. But that's the thing that's ironic, though, because if 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 anything, it's more likely for your shit to come out than fucking John Doe. Ain't nobody the 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 hood rat bitch around the corner that you fucking is less likely to blow up your spot than the bitch. That is fucking the millionaire. Right. But at the same time, you are the millionaire. Like, so. So you thinking your bitch gonna stay, but your bitch a millionaire too. It'd be different <clears throat> if she, he buried the bitch down the street. Well, in this, in this situation, the way things started off between those two and the way things are now is completely different. Like, it's a complete 180. Like, when they started, Migos was the hottest shit in the world. She was just building up, building her but brand. But Bodak she, Yellow had already dropped, though. I mean, but when a relationship came public. But when he was cheating the first time, she was already hot. Is what I'm saying. She's scorching now, is what I'm saying. Right, but I'm saying she still had projected development. We saw her shit trending upwards, is what I'm saying. Right, and it actually came to fruition, is what I'm saying. So, when you... You know, you develop that that pattern like, all right, you know, at this point in time, this person needs X, Y, and Z from me. But does she really though? But okay, but even even that, even that, but we can we can actually we can actually destroy that narrative now. I don't even know how much that actually matters when Jay Z can cheat on Beyonce. Don't don't need him for a motherfucking shit. Don't need him for a fucking thing. She can literally take her baby, the twins. Everybody the fuck else and get the fuck on and be equally, if not more successful and do her own thing and never need not a motherfucking thing from his ass. So in that regard, it's not because of you need, it's not, it's not, it can't necessarily, we can't play the dependency card because men are doing it regardless if you need me or not. I got the baddest bitch, you know what I'm saying? Baddest, most well-known artist right now, probably every just, fucking global superstar, and I still want to fuck Becky with the good hair. I'm just telling you, from a male perspective, there is always that feeling of need. 
I'm like, okay, yeah, I did X, Y, Z, but she need me. For what? I don't know. <laughs> this bring me to this, uh, and this this I conversation actually made me think about the. Um, but that's how people think. But the, and it is it's, it's almost like the personal fable, right? We think that we value ourselves more than we should, and I know that's not fucked up because you know we and this is the time and place where we always preaching self love. No, you should love yourself. True. You should definitely love yourself, but you should definitely be realistic. As well. But that other person loving themselves too. So if they putting themselves first, what make you think they want to put up with your shit? True. And the reason I said that is because I've always put myself in a position. This is, I guess, bring it back home to normal poor people. <laughs> I've always put myself in a position where I'm gonna be good regardless. I don't know. That video came out actually from that guy. Did we talk about that last week? That was talking about how no man wants a completely independent woman. You know what video I'm talking about? No, you sound stupid. It's a guy. You saw that? You know what I'm talking about? No, I'm just saying you sound stupid. It's a guy from, I think he was on Love and Hip Hop, one of them shows. And he released a video talking about like, no no man wants a woman that don't need him for something. Um, I'll show you a video later. And um, it went viral and everybody was commenting on it because it's just kind of like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that goes back to what you were saying niggas feeling like they need to be needed. To me, that's not like a dependency. Because if you want a, a woman to depend on you and need you, it's almost like, you know, you feel like if she depends on me, if she need me for something, then that's less likely for her to get the fuck on. I make it clear whenever I date anybody. I don't need you for anything more than love, affection, you know what I'm saying, confidant, a friend, dick, maybe shit like that. But as far as financial or anything like that, I've got it pretty much covered. The help is appreciated. It's not required. As it probably should be with your broke ass nigga. <laughs> that is a different kind of energy that I feel like some niggas don't understand. Yeah. Like, I want you around, uh, I don't need you to take care of me. Now, this is a rabbit hole that I'm about to actually walk away from, because I can go down this bitch. It's like a drain turning the fuck. I'm not about to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, but, okay, but you say that, and in the same instance, you know, a lot of females crave for us to be providers. Now, I know some people have certain things that you need to provide. It's not like, you know, pay all my bills so I can go, you know, use my money by myself. I understand that. I get that. But it is kind of confusing to not have, like, something set. Like, well, the re- but the thing is that because all that is up to the individual. Not that it's, I mean, we're getting a little bit farther away. But I'm just going to touch on this. But it, that is up to you to decide as a couple. I know we talked about this a long, long time ago. I can't remember the episode and I can't remember the particular topic, but I remember talking about the fact that if you have two whole people, right? So let's say you're in a relationship where you have an independent man and an independent woman. She is taking care of herself. She has all her own things, her own car. She pays her own bills. She lives by herself. She was a responsible adult. You have a man who is a responsible adult. He has his own things. He has credit. He has this. He has that. He is established. These are two established as people. Right. You take those two people and put them in a relationship, they are completely abled 
to decide for themselves what that means in their relationship. Because it could be something where he wants to, that, you know what I'm saying? Maybe 50-50 works for them. Right. Maybe he wants to pay all of the bills, but she still pays her phone bill, her car note. She buys the groceries. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have two full ass people, that's up for y'all to decide. You know what I'm saying? Some people might have like, oh, we we throw, you know, we paid this much out of each check. We throw it in a joint account, pay the bills out of that. You know, you are literally able in that position to put your own spin on whatever the fuck y'all want y'all lives to be. Some men will be like, I'll pay for all the bills. You just pay for your shit. Now that's different. Like, I don't know what, I don't know if some women, when, when some women think like that, but even if I did meet a nigga that was like, I want to be the provider, I still don't and wouldn't <laughs> think that that meant that you was about to pay my car note and my student loans <laughs> and my phone bill and everything like that. Cause those not your fucking bills. Those not even shared bills. It's different if you want to pay all the shared bills, that's fine. But I would never expect somebody to come and be like, Oh yeah, I got the, your car note and your insurance and you're this and you're that. That's different, in my opinion. Like, you paying, you want to pay for our livelihood and stuff like that. That's different. So, but I think that's all up to the individual. What usually happens, though, is it it'll always end up one side. It's different if it's not the scenario I'm describing where it's like, this bitch ain't got no job. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or he ain't got no job. Or, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's a different com- conversation. Or it's a bitch where it's like, oh, this nigga a multimillionaire and... She decides she don't want to work. That's completely, that's a completely different concept. I'm talking about two full whole ass people that's coming together in a relationship and building a life together. They are completely in a position to decide what they want for themselves, which I feel like is what majority, but that's not even the point. The point with this situation is normal nigga bullshit. Yeah, look, I was, you know, I was in agreement. I was in lockstep with all said, you know, he made, let me explain, you know, he made his mistake that, you know, and all niggas know, like, you know, you made that mistake. You know, we always make mistakes. We make mistakes all the time. But when it comes to the actual, like that, that one, the major one, the one that might, you know, that feels like it's the end, there's, you know, a process that you have to go through. First of which, what she didn't do is, you know, give it some time to breathe, you know, mainly let her get, you know, whatever thoughts she got going through in her head. Like, let that shit breathe for a little bit. As she stated, like, you know, she needs time because it's not a typical, you know, it's not the normal celebrity shit where, OK, yeah, they dating and shit and they got kids. Now they're trying to figure out if they want to be with each other. Like, they actually made a commitment. They got, you know, they went and got married and shit. Like, so shit is official. So, it's a little, it's a little bit more to just walking away than, you know, just walking away. But that's the thing. Why is it look like that? Why am I, as the victim, expected to put more stock in a relationship than you was? That's the thing. That's my problem that I have with all these celebrity trash niggas coming out. With all of the people in the Instagram comments and Twitter comments, everything talking about some take him back. Why do we, back to my proactive versus reactive, why are we saying to her, we're, we want her 
to hold her vows to a standard. We want her to value her relationship more than he clearly ever did. We're saying y'all married to her. You should stay. You need to stay. You need to work this out versus y'all married. You need to not cheat and disrespect your wife and make her look stupid and embarrass her. Why do we, we, why do we bring up and throw marriage at her? And we not throwing it at him when he was doing the fucked up shit that made her leave. Well, that's the issue. In a lot of circumstances, just like in this circumstance, it didn't happen. Like it wasn't like it wasn't happening before. Like, so knowing that and still proceeding to, because you forgive. That's the thing. She already, the second chance that y'all requested, she gave him already. I'm not requesting shit. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> the second chance that people are talking about, oh, work it out, give him another chance. He got that bitch already. And y'all dragged her for giving him that, is what the point I'm making. Y'all, when she well, was like, know, oh, people. yeah, you know, this we, 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 we rocking it out. You know what I'm saying? When she was already the dumb bitch, it was <laughs> like, you dumb, he cheating, he leave. And she decided to stay in her marriage, in her family, and make it work. And then you got the repeated, continuous behavior. Because in my opinion, that's what happens. When you decide to forgive someone and they see that there's no consequences for their actions, they're going to keep doing the same shit. Maybe in that instance, even if she was going to forgive, maybe she should have left. Maybe she should have gave it some time. Maybe she should have let him see what life was without them the baby, whatever the case may be, we got the fuck on for a minute and maybe he would have came back and be like, okay, so this is what I'm risking. Her just sweeping in the rug, okay, we gonna move on, is why, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm not gonna say that's necessarily why because he could just be a habitual fucking cheater, which he probably is. But I'm saying like, that's why it's like in this situation, it's just like, okay, so I see, I did that, I'm done. I, I tried to forgive you, I forgave you. We work through it. We try to be together and you keep doing the same shit. You are supposed to be my spouse. We're supposed to be a team, but you're not considering my feelings. You're not considering in our family. You're not thinking our marriage, our vows or anything. You're out doing what the fuck you want to do. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to get the fuck on. She has every right to be like, to be fed up. She has enough. She has every right to be done. She's like, oh, I tried. I gave you that opportunity to be better and her and him pressuring her to take him back is nothing but manipulation. Well, like I said, I was in lockstep with offset with the, you know, he, he missed the step of letting it breathe. You know, you make the apology. Cause I'm, you're not better after a couple of weeks. Hang on. You're not a new person. You let it breathe. Let her decide, you know, because she is the victim in the circumstance. Let her decide what, you know, the best move for her is. And then you react based off of that. But, you know, the apology, that's cool. You know, you want to make sure that shit is, you know, on the table. Like, look, I know this was bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I apologize. Like, you know, I miss you. Go through what you, you know, figure out what you got to figure out. And... I'm going to try and work on me and be a better me and stop doing the bullshit that got us in this situation in the first place. Where I disagreed wholeheartedly with him was the interruption of her performance. I'm like, dude, that's the job. That's the breadwinner. That's the shit that puts food in your kid's mouth. Like, you making a scene. Like, you know, while some people might think of it as a cute gesture, like... 
it wasn't at all. It would be a cute gesture if that was like the, you know, the the new chapter in this story. Like, okay, they didn't been separated for a minute or whatever and shit. And they just so happened to be at the same place at the same time after they had already talked out a lot of their differences and shit. And that was his last step in the, you know, like the apology tour. It's like, look, this is for you. Like, you know, take me back. Oh, you know, all the shit we, our dumbass is saying shit. Like, if that was the last step, then yeah, it might have been a little bit cuter. But she was visibly upset about the situation. Like, you know, you got to know what situation you're in. You got to know your mate first and foremost. So a lot of people aren't for the public, you know, embarrassment shit some people are like they can play that shit off cardi is not one that can play you know that's why we love her she wears her emotions on her sleeve we know exactly you know she feeling some shit she not feeling some shit like you can tell and she wasn't feeling that shit at all and you know it was tame too much it was just way too much yeah it was too much it was too much too soon especially in that moment it was too much too soon too late too late that's what i'm this is a thing i don't understand men like actually i'm gonna read this the game i read some of these comments and it's really sad how more than a half of them are saying or women saying she should move on how do you think marriages lasted so long back in the day because your grandmama stayed with your cheating ass granddaddy because she was you know unemployed and didn't have a job or couldn't didn't have resources to live on her own that's why anyways um it wasn't because someone moved on after any, every little incident or situation. Him cheating multiple women multiple times, not a little incident or a little situation, but okay. It's because the word marriage itself is built on a rock, something that is supposed to be solid and last a lifetime. This new way of thinking is why most black children grow up in broken homes. Some things are worth saving, especially marriages. Now, while there is a kernel of truth in that, it is mainly nonsense. The thing about loving yourself right and valuing yourself is knowing that you deserve better. And if someone is continually, continually what? Continuing to do the same thing over and over again with no regard for your feelings, for no regard for... Honestly, you're any shit. I don't even un, embarrassing the fuck out of you, pretty much, for your image, because they are in the public eye. They don't give a fuck about how stupid they make you look. They live in their best life. They whatever got bitches naked and titties out and buses and whatever the fuck else the case may be, on video recording, talking shit. Doing all of this crazy shit, making you look like a fucking fool while you somewhere either fucking pregnant or taking care of your child or being a wife. You know what I'm saying? To the, like, it's just the counter, the way we see women move in relationships and marriages or whatever. It's so crazy how starkly different it is how we see men. Men don't give a fuck until they lose you. Whereas you have women where it was an interview with Cardi B. It's like, oh, you know, certain things I don't do in my music videos because I don't want to be disrespectful to my husband. Certain things I don't rap about anymore because I don't want to be disrespectful to my husband. I'm not going to use a male model in my video because I don't want to be disrespectful to my husband. My, me, meanwhile, he's actually, actually fucking real people. 
while she's just trying to respect her husband. Do you understand the contrast and the difference between how women move (laughs) and how men move? Y'all want her to take him back after he repeatedly, continuously just keeps disrespecting her. Keep, can't keep his dick to himself. He is a repeat offender. This is not the first time. And niggas drag the fuck out of her, calling her stupid and everything else when she didn't leave last time. And now it's like, take him back. He's really sorry. What changes has he made? Has he went to counseling? Has he talked to somebody? The pastor shit? I don't even know. What? The the, the pastor, the psychiatrist, psychologist. I mean, I think that's that's my thing. Like, you actually has he have tried to... to change? You can't come back two weeks after you done fucked around on your wife multiple times and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. Sorry ain't enough. Sorry is not enough. You know, most people are like love isn't enough. Sorry ain't enough. I love you isn't enough. I want my family back isn't enough because where when were you thinking about that love for me when you were doing the fucked up things you were doing that made me leave? When were you thinking about? your love for the family when you were doing that fucking stuff that made me leave? When were you thinking about all of these things beforehand? Right. I was an afterthought. Cause either it goes, it's, it's, it's fucked up either way. Cause either you thought I didn't have the capacity, the strength and the love for myself to leave, which is equally disrespectful. Or you thought I wasn't going to find out and you didn't care. Both of those things is fucked up. Choose a fucked up. Choose a fucked up path, nigga. Choose a fucked up justification for your actions. And that's kind of what a lot of shit is becoming. Like, what fucked up outcome do you want? Yeah. It's like, either you thought I was dumb enough to stay. Like, either you, you know, you were calling my bluff. You know what I'm saying? Either you were calling my bluff and you was like, no matter what the fuck I do, this bitch ain't going nowhere. So you thought I was stupid. You thought that I didn't love myself enough to leave. Or... You thought you didn't even you telling me that you didn't even consider my feelings. You thought I wasn't gonna find out. You you know at one point, no point did you was like, you know what? This is fucked up. I love my family. I don't want to lose them. I don't want to do this wrong shit to this person that I love and care about and to God. You know vows and whatever in front of God and the Lord and our family, our friends, whatever, whoever the fuck was there. Either you didn't give a fuck about those, or you didn't give a fuck enough about me. All of that shit is fucked up. <laughs> it's no win. It's no right answer. So it's nothing you can do to show me any different besides actually be different. And you're not different in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, you know, like she said, give it some time. And by her being a victim, she has to figure out what. She has to ask you, but you can't force her back. Yeah. Like, no amount. And I think he finally notices that now. Like, no amount of, like public you know outcry apologies yeah because he think oh i'm there to her and disrespect to her in public i need to apologize in public i think that was what he was going for that's just what it ended up being well i'm saying now he's saying my wrongdoings are public so i need to apologize in public you need to fix that in house and you need to give her a minute go ahead sign the divorce papers people get remarried if she wants that. I'm signing the papers. Sign the papers. <laughs> let her go. If, she was... if you love something, let it go. Now you got me sounding like a fuck nigga. Like if she ain't, if she don't put, if she ain't pushing it, nigga, don't sign the papers. Somebody ain't giving you a divorce. No. Give her her divorce, nigga. Get the fuck. Leave her alone. 
It's some dollar sign. It was some dollars tied to that shit. Now nah, that shit is leave gonna be her alone. Very messy. Leave her alone. I agree with the leave her alone shit. Leave her ass alone. Get a divorce. No. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they both had money. They could have signed prenups. I would have signed prenups. Listen, I really don't know. But leave her alone. Or she a boss bitch. She could just be like, I don't want. You, you definitely can. You always have the option to be like, I don't want nothing from you. People do it in divorces all the time. I think she has more money than he does. She now. definitely probably does. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That she can get messy. Don't tie nothing right now. But she got the child too. They're not gonna. They're not about to orchestrate her money to him when she got the baby. If anything, that nigga she got more money than him, and he's still going to pay child support. Just being realistic. That nigga postponed his album release for that. Show. Nobody was ready for that trash anyway. True. Now. I. Yeah, I mean, look, it's too late to talk about it, bro. I don't know what you want me to do. A woman <laughs> is fed up. See, this is the thing. Everyone has a fucking breaking point, right? You can't keep doing the same thing. What's that, Khalees? What? Who's that real they sound song about? Them? I don't know. I think it was. That was caught up out there. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, every woman has a breaking point, and you can't force them. Women love hard. You can't force them to stay. When she's done, she's done. No. That's the thing that's fucked up. So often, I'm not, I've probably preached this before, but so often the value of women get placed about how much shit we can take, how much mistreatment and dysfunction and bullshit we can take. Shout out to Keisha Kaior. They value you after they already ran you through the mud. And treated you like dog shit and fucked all the hoes and did all the fucked up things and everything else. And it's like, oh, queen, you stuck around. What? So how loyal and good I am to you is really based upon how little I love myself. What? Y'all got to y'all got to y'all got to do better. All these niggas are fitting in, and it's mostly trash ass, cheating ass niggas like the T.I.s and Kurt Frost of the world that's talking about taking back. He don't deserve to be taken back. Why? Take him back. Why? Y'all, I know y'all niggas ain't been to school in a long time, but you can't make a statement without saying why. Why? So, I'm going to wait while y'all figure it out. That's it. That's going to wrap it up. You got anything else to add? No. All right. And so while y'all figuring out it, send when y'all figuring that shit out, send the why to the email. You can hit us up at ask 2 podcast at gmail.com. That's the number two. Send any questions, conversations you may have into that email and, uh, you know, comment and let me know why. At her specifically. Why are we taking, why, why women should deal with the bullshit and take the trash back into their life. I'm going to just send you memes. So. Or gifts. Because. I'm trying. I just want to. I'm curious. I want to know. Somebody knows. So tell me the answer. Somebody know. Nobody knows. No, somebody. No, somebody fucking know. Somebody motherfucking know. (laughs) You know what really grinds my gears? So, what's grinding your gears this week? Niggas. (laughs) What's specifically about guys that's grinding your gears? Well, I already talked about all the niggas harassing me on the internet. Um, niggas, I guess, actually. Um, the selfishness of man. And when I say man, I'm not even talking about men, niggas specifically. I'm talking about like humans. Okay. 
Um, I've been on my own personal journey of moving in a certain way where I'm um, minding my fucking business. Okay. And kind of like, I swear I have sex. Not so much off dating completely, but I'm not fucking until... <laughs> not fucking unless you cuffing, nigga. Um, until I'm actually in a relationship. So, with that being said, it's just kind of like, I'm making that clear to people I'm dating. And this one nigga was like, well, like... That's cool and all, but can you start that after the new year? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? He said, nah, but for real though, let that be like your res- resolution, nigga. Like, but right now, nigga, like, what's what's up? What's popping? <laughs> so I didn't respond. You um, Facetime me and I did not like... answer because I just don't actually <laughs> have time for niggas. Yeah, that's funny as fuck. People are so, so inherently selfish. That is hilarious. That I just really, quite frankly, don't fucking understand. Like, what, fam? <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to you niggas, though. You know, just being the best brand of trash that y'all could possibly be at all times. Like, never disappointing with y'all trashiness. Like, y'all just never cease to amaze me the way y'all evolve into different <laughs> kinds of trash. Oh, that shit cool, baby. But start that shit in 2019. Like, no, I'm good. Like, right now, I'm trying to get them cheeks. Nigga, start that shit next year. Oh, in my frustration (laughs) when people are trying to come around my house, I don't want you in my home. I've I've talked about this way too often. We don't do house guests, boo. So, you can invite me somewhere or you won't see a real bitch like me. I'm good. We going somewhere or we not going nowhere and you ain't going to see me. And that's really like the cheat code. Like, just go out in public and like an easy icebreaker. Fellas, an easy icebreaker, especially if you got like a little bit of, you know, like humor to you. You go out in public, a little nice. You can go to like fucking Starbucks. People watch. Talk shit about people. That's a perfect icebreaker. I don't care what the fuck you do. It won't be in my house, though. I don't, That's the quickest way. Literally the quickest way to get me to be good on your ass is say anything inappropriate too soon. Or say anything about trying to come to my house. No, you can't know where I live at. No, you cannot come over. Yes, we can hang out in public. If it's not in public, we're not going, shawty. Like, I'm good. I've canceled a many of interactions. And then like, oh, what's good? I'm going to pull up on you. No. Mm-mm. You can't pull up on shit. We can pull up at the same place. But that's it. Like, we can meet somewhere. And fellas listening to, you know, fellas who are listening, who are interested in KC. This ain't the pull-up spot. No way, bro. At all. What that mean? You don't live in the pull-up neighborhood, nigga. No. You pull up and get profiled, my nigga. Shut up. <laughs> Security will walk past your ass in a quick second. Them bright-ass orange lights. What you doing, buddy? You rolling weed? Like, nigga, I'm blowing my nose. Chill out. I don't know. Shut <laughs> the fuck out. But, uh... Yeah, it's please. good. Why it really comes leave down. You alone. I don't know. I really don't. And like, I'm in this place where I'm like super valuing the fuck out of myself, and I just don't have energy. Like, I know what I'm working with. Just like I was telling Hendrix the other day, best thing ever happened to him. You know what I'm saying? And it's like knowing that, right? Bro, Hendrix. We discussed this, but knowing that, he tried to say I was the worst thing, but You're he knows both, how. Because how? And it don't stop how? Them. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm the best. But knowing that, it's just kind of like, I really just don't have the time for the niggas anymore. But anyways, I'm done. Hendrix was good. What's going on in your gears? Who did it? 
You really want to know who did it? Yeah, it is. Sesame Street. All right. All right. So we had a, a story come out this week from uh, the creators of Sesame Street. And, you know, I'm a little older, a little long in the tooth. You know, I'm not like super <laughs> old or nothing like that, you know. So they have a character on the show named Lily. Now, somehow, some way, I always like check in on like new characters and shit because I remember, you know, we remember Sesame Street for what it was. Like they start adding all this new bullshit, changing Elmo and all that shit. So apparently, this character named Lily is going to go through a traumatic event where she is now homeless, and Sesame Street is proclaiming that they're this is their first homeless character and i call bullshit because oscar grouch has been living in a trash can for the last 50 fucking years yeah y'all gotta do better than that man like i understand they want you know this is more a more you know like i guess a, a real like person uh puppet I don't know what's going cool, on, but yeah, you're not about to convince me that y'all that Oscar the Grouch is not homeless, my nigga. He he does not live in a trash can by choice. All right, miss me with that bullshit. It's not oh happening. I have a little bit more sense than that, so yeah, I, I'm not rolling with that Sesame Street. Y'all can y'all can go somewhere with that, and don't put no child. You know, don't put no. We don't need to see that Sesame Street is supposed to be one of the happiest things that you know happens for kids and shit like. Don't do that. Let them learn about shit like that in like real life, not with fucking puppets. So, yeah, that's it. Cute. All right, guys. Well, what the fuck else am I thinking about? Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, <laughs> where can I reach you, Hendrix? You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That is N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where can I reach you, KC? You can reach me, KC, and the place to be. <laughs> Anyways, at K underscore in real life. That's K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. You can reach me on Twitter and on IG. And then on Facebook, it's KC Kyle, K A Y C E E C O L L. Prepared to be trolled. I'm just playing. But Do if you come, her on if you come to my page with the shits, I'm with the shits. So you can try it, but you cannot out asshole me. You can try it, but you can't do it, okay? If you want to contact the show to ask us anything, send any questions, comments, concerns to email, that's podcast at gmail.com. That is the number. Two, and if you want to reach the show on any social media platform, you can do some at the two AM podcast. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, pretty much every fucking thing. Yeah, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podbean, anywhere that you want us to be. Whatever your DSP of choice is, let us know. <laughs> if um we're DSP. not on, <laughs> shut up. If we're not on them, let us know. Um, we'll make the appropriate steps to get on that platform for you and when you are searching for us do not search the 2am podcast it's a two agro millennials podcast motherfucker i know a lot of people get confused by that that's the actual name of the podcast it's the two agro millennials the 2am podcast is just an acronym is that like a new thing that you have to say 
Yeah, because a lot of people, oh, I, 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 I was following you, but I can't, I can't find you anymore. And I, I went to search with my new phone, and it didn't pop up. That's cool or whatever. Anyways, Hendrix, any last words? Yeah. When a woman's fed up. Yeah, and remember, millennials. Two years ago, didn't know you had no friends. And sometimes <laughs> it is literally just too late to talk about it. All right, guys, we're gonna get you next week. I don't know, maybe. All right, peace. <laughs> <laughs>